0: Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Trending Issues right here on Futa Radio 93.1 FM where we get to bring to you um, analysis of national issues right here on Futa Radio 93.1 FM. My name is Jude Inobime and I have in the house this morning somebody who um, is refusing to fulfill his promise. Well, he has made another promise which I'm going to hold him to. Good morning. Good because morning, yeah, to you. It's yeah, it's <laughs> you want
1: to be. I, I see. The thing is, I have no relationship with the federal government, so okay. uh, don't uh, link me up with uh, such um, situations. So no, but then
0: you have made a statement, so I'm going to. Uh, no, no, no. You see, see, the thing ma- is, when you make statements, that one.
1: Uh, the statement has to be evidential. So, if you want to tell people that I made a promise, then I'm play the recording <laughs> of where I
0: made it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, greetings. Uh, uh, good to be here this morning. Excited to be on the show once again, and I'm sure uh, everyone out there you're having a great week. Uh, September is still looking interesting and promising. Oh, yeah. It has not started for you. Just wait; it is going to start pumping up very soon.
0: Absolutely. All right. Now, beginning with the first issue that we have on our plate this morning, two popular hotels in Accra have been shot down by the government of the state over alleged security infringement. Uh, This actually happened after a court order was secured for the closure of a nightclub here in the city. And they have, of course, been consistently violating a directive by the state government on closing time for the nightclub right now. And it was also alleged that clubhouse or the clubhouse actually get to be used as hideouts for criminal elements threatening the operational activities of of the state security network and even the Nigerian police. Uh, well, the, I, I read the
1: statement, and for me, the thing that I'm excited about in all of the information that was released is the fact that they went through the process mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. getting a court injunction. Mm-hmm. That means that whatever it is that was done was done according to the law. And that is what we uh, talk about. It's. Yes, the government is the government. The government has the, the authority. The government has all the power, but at the same time, the government is still subject to the constitution, as every other person is subject to the constitution. For instance, uh, the the two hotels in questions must have gone against the constitution Are in you? one way or the other, and that is exactly why, you know, they were, they were able to get a court. You understand to uh, make a judgment on the matter so this is a, a case that has been adjudicated by a competent court of jurisdiction mm-hmm. and therefore if anyone has any issues whatsoever with it you go to the court you know there is a court of appeal and of course a supreme court you know out there so uh, they, they have they, the understate government Amoteco, the Nigerian police force, they have gone the way of the law And that is what I love about this. Uh, Because if you want to compare this with other uh, incidents that we've talked about, some people just demolish the place in other places. In other states. Yeah, in other states and all the rest of them. But here... We have the issue. Before the uh, are, I'm sure, we, before we go to that point, at least the, the court cannot just arrive at the judgment overnight. Mm-hmm. So that means uh, whoever uh, was at fault will have been given due notice. Due notice. Mm-hmm. notice that hey, this is the situation and all that. Mm-hmm. And then we will now have the case of all right, the court judgment and which is binding on everyone. Mm-hmm. If you don't have I mean, if you are not satisfied, please go ahead. Do the needful. And do the needful mm-hmm. according to the law. So let's allow the rule of law to prevail. This is what we want. It's, it's good. So, if, for instance, if I myself go against the law, let, it, let the law prevail. Anyone, for, high, mighty, you understand? Let it prevail. Even, even if the government, for instance, goes against the law, you understand? And the court finds them guilty and gives them a fine or a penalty, let them also do it. So that's, it, this is not one-sided, you guess. So True. it won't be as if um, when it comes to people, yes, you can say the court has spoken. But when it comes to you, do you also obey the law? Mm. I know that that's another issue. But the fact is that the law has been followed through. Uh, they, they must have been able to convince the court, you know. Through evidence. That, yes, with, with evidence that this is a needful mode And the court must have been satisfied
0: mm-hmm, with, with everything that was presented.
1: presented. I don't have details of the case you understand and I'm not really that interested but I at least I'm excited for instance that due process was followed I, I trust and a court has given a judgment so let us flow with that court judgment and let's let that, that that same spirit you know because a lot of times when we talk about issues like this the question we always ask is is one thing to see mm-hmm. that don't do mm-hmm. but it's another thing to, to enforce, enforce it yeah You understand? Mm -hmm. And apparently now we are saying that oh okay they they have gone beyond just saying, you know, they have made effort to go ahead to enforce. So that must be applauded. Mm -hmm. That must be acknowledged and that is a good move. Mm. That is exactly what we
0: want Kudos. and that is what we expect to get more of and let it cut across board. Uh, yes and we hope this has passed a strong message to the out there that uh, the state is actually serious with his uh, directive especially uh, the closing time for uh, nightclubs and hotels and of course other um, facilities and of course uh, setups around the state uh, when the state says do this the minutes. Alright moving on now the federal government through the Minister of Labour and Employment has once again expressed the satisfaction over the accusation of ASU of its um, failing to implement the signed agreement, stating that there is a process which has to be followed. And he said, I mean, Gige right now that the insinuation is causing panic. Well, um,
1: maybe Skawaka is is going to join us. I'm sure he is the one that is definitely going to applaud Ngige, you know, for always, uh, being a genius at, uh, playing, uh, this game and knowing how to deal with these issues and dilly dally, you know, and, uh, uh, bringing issues and just drag the matter and, and all of that. No, the the, the thing is, does ASU have a valid point? You get my point? Do they? They do. One of the things why this is so annoying and why I can understand the position of ASU is, as everyone knows, if it has to do, for instance, with... The elected officials, with the politicians, with the federal government, with the national assembly members, with the state government, with the federal government, whatever it is that has to do with them, whatever it is that concerns them or that affects them directly or indirectly or remotely, but as long as it affects them, as long as it concerns them, there's a speed with which they respond. Hmm. In, in in such situations, we don't hear of bottlenecks, we don't hear of bureaucratic red tape, we don't hear that CBN is uh, this, we don't hear that the process of government is long or is slow or the process of government is detailed, Mm, you know, or the process of government takes time, Mm -hmm. you know, we have to move from here to here, and from there to there, and then do this, then go and buy fish in the market and come back, first of all, scale it, then go back to the market again, to go and buy you know, the salt I want to salt the Mm -hmm. the fish with, the one will come back, they will now go back (laughs) to go and buy the other condiments, and then bring them back, they will now go and fetch water at the ocean, because it's, you understand, you see, that's that's a process that I've given out there, so Mm -hmm. rather than, but when is it when it concerns them, for instance, when they go to the market, they do the buying at once, order for everything and bring it home, and start cooking immediately. But when it comes to the citizens, we see this deletion, we see this food dragging. So I understand Asso's position in saying that they are not seeing evidence, mm-hmm. for instance, that the federal government is serious mm-hmm. About the signed agreement, the question I want to ask is, when was the agreement signed? Oh, yeah. And then, I know that one of the things that we need to get very clear with Asu is that, in the agreement, there were certain timelines that were clearly stated out. Okay, within this time and this time, this should have been done. Uh From this time to this time, this should have been done. Within this time and this time, this should have been done. Mm. But the question is... You have put pen to paper. That means you have uh, agreed, not just in principle. You have agreed and committed yourself to the agreement. Now, based on the timeline, because you saw all of these things, you know, before you signed, which have you done within the time frame? Hmm. Zero. You understand? So, why should he come now and now be saying, as at the time when you were signing the agreement and agreeing to the timeline, didn't you know? that the federal government business has to be back and forth. You first of all go and buy the sauce, then go and buy the seasoning, then go and buy the condiment. You know, you have to do it one by one, like analog process. Didn't you know it at that point in time? You understand? So sometimes they bring up this argument and sincerely
0: it's... it's uh, well, all is well. Okay, we've got Kawaka in the building who has uh, the presidency, just in the presidency of uh, right now. Will, so, um, uh, 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 but but Njige comes up and talks about the fact that there's a process, there's a process. I'm um, sure we be hearing what they're actually doing to hasten this process that they speak about. Well, Ngege is uh,
2: doing his job as uh, a government uh, a person. <laughs> Because again, you won't uh, have expected him to also come out and say uh, federal government is at fault. We are not paying. Uh, we should have paid. You know, most times you work with uh, a government. Your number one responsibility as an official of you know, or as a part of that government is to defend that government. And uh, in as much as you swear, you know. To put the constitution To to put Nigerians first But ideally Your principal is your Is your lord and saviour Because he has the power to Fire You know, fire you anytime Mm -hmm. He feels you're not defending uh, His cause or His agenda or his policies Defending in court So you have to at least show That you are fighting on behalf of the government okay. and that's what ingigi is doing and he's very good at it you cannot take it away from him he's very good at it even though sometimes he makes some comments that if you put some little sense into it you just realize that some of those comments are ridiculous because again you talk about due process and yet we have been on this issue you promised you promised that you were going to get this money you know paid within 2 weeks okay. That was the promise you made. so if you had given a timeline, I'm, I'm even talking about the very most recent. I'm not even talking about other timelines and other memorandums of you know actions know. and everything yeah. that had been signed before. I'm not even talking about that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the very most recent comments that, w- that was you know made by, by the minister. That is in August. And he promised at that meeting, after that August 2nd meeting, he made solid commitment. It was not in private. It was in public. Major newspapers took it that we were going to get, you know, at least two weeks that within those two weeks, whatever needed to be done would have been done and payment was going to be effected. Two weeks elapsed and then you brought in the uh, the, the story of I'm not the one in charge of the money. And you said CBN is the one delaying, and then you said there were issues surrounding um, uh, verification, verification of whatever whatever that needed For to payment. be, you know, and and all that. And even after that had been done, there was supposed to be another meeting to say that okay, we have exhausted that uh, that I'm process, lying. or we had no. gone through that. What, how which university should collect which? We have not even talked about the fact that okay, money is is here. Let's even talk about the fact that which university gets what, which will then herald, you know, payment. But you had not even made that th- that promise that you made. You had not even fulfilled that promise. And now we are hearing that there has to be a presentation to the Federal Executive Council meeting. And then I'm like, all the other payments, all the other, you know, issues that had been resolved and you, you made Payments without? Did we have to consult the Federal Executive Council meeting? And since then, since the agreements were signed, how many Federal Executive Council meetings have we 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 held? held. Mm. And yet, these issues are pending. I want to understand the fact that he is also in a very, uh, you know, unique uh, position because again, the money is not domiciled in the Ministry of Labour and Employment. Yeah, yeah. The money is domiciled in the Ministry of Finance. Mm -hmm. And the primary or the employer of these lecturers is even the Ministry of Education. Hmm. Sure. So you see how complex this, these things can be sometimes. But I am hoping, because one thing that really encourages me
0: okay.
2: is the fact that the ASU chairman was saying that he had spoken with Ngege, that's on Sunday. And that he had spoken extensively. And that he was not going to react to whatever the minister was saying until he met the man face-to-face. Awesome. Which, for me, shows you that communication is going on. Conversations are happening. Mm-hmm. And that, for me... And then you, you, it, it may shock you that, in, in private, again may be telling the Asuchama, see, this matter is tough, oh, you know, easy, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he would come in public and, and tell them that, ah, we have done everything what? that we are supposed to do. <laughs> so, some of these things... If you understand what happens in that, you know, that space where you have to combine your your loyalty to the work that you have been given and mm-hmm. your loyalty and then compare it with or put it side by side, your loyalty to your principle and, of course, politics, you know, all in the mix. Mm. It's a very, very dire very and very situation. complex situation sometimes. But you must, you know, people must see you as one who is defending the government? Who is saying the president is the only one that has done best in the last decade? So,
1: yeah. that
2: that has to be I- if you say otherwise, then yeah, your loyalty yeah. comes to question.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: And we know how politicians would react when oh, they, yeah. they sense any form of disloyalty in uh-huh. your, in fact, any pint of disloyalty yeah, in your blood, you're gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but I hope that at the end of the day, all right, we put you know, some. Level of priority to education And we don't allow this to You know, snowball to a situation where we shut down Everywhere again, I think that for me And everybody agrees that that is not You know That's not the way to go. All
0: right. Still talking education right now. We heard from the governor of Kaduna State that Nasir Erofi. What he said concerning education in his state. Now he mentioned the fact that due to the consistent banditry attacks over there, they have been forced to move pupils or students in the rural community to the urban region in the state, and that is causing a lot of overcrowding in schools on there. And based on what he is saying, that. is the motive of these bandits ensuring that schools get to be put on close over there and he has called on Jamb as well to uh, stop the reduction of cut-off marks for uh, candidates in his state. Esigon, what do you make of this? Well, as to the issue of
1: um, uh, the relocation of schools from the rural area to the urban areas you see now, it's going to be a bit interesting to talk about this. First off, uh, Bruno State has done that according to records. They actually went to the extent of pulling schools and bringing them closer to the center. So we have not had cases of incidences of kidnapping of students en masse in Bruno, you know, uh, in recent times. Other states that have Experience that are now thinking of doing that. It is sad that this is where we have found ourselves because, for me, it is sad that kidnappers, abductors, and bandits are detecting the relocation or the the living space of the people. You see, this is why sometimes when um, the federal government comes out to say, that there is no place under terrorist um, stronghold or all that or control, you know, we have not ceded any local governments, you know, to terrorists and others. Of them, I I don't agree with them. I totally agree with them. You understand? But we need to realize that in another way, we have actually um, considered that we are helpless before this or. We are not ready to do what it takes to deal with this issue. I mean, because I can't imagine that people have been... You know that we are still dealing with an issue of um, internally internally displaced persons, mm-hmm. IDPs, people mm-hmm. that have had to seek temporary um, accommodation mm-hmm. from their ancestral homes or from their original space of residence That one is still there it's still an issue now we are having a case of school relocation why because the schools have become a very very lucrative you know um, targets you know to make more money for the abductors the bandits or the kidnappers or whatever it is that they are and the wisdom of our people in that area is okay Let's go move the schools. Some are closing down schools and saying ah don't don't go to school. Some say okay, let's move it to the urban centers. Number one, how many schools do we even have? Mm-hmm. Do we have enough schools to cater for the students? In 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 statistics, we have the highest number of out of school youth, Nigeria and then the larger percentage of these out-of-school youths come from that area, the northern part of the country. So already we have a challenge on our hands that we've not been strategically able to respond to appropriately. Now we have a larger challenge on our hands where even the ones that are available, we can't use them. We are now bringing, we are now thinking you you get my point. So, mm. I don't know why, with all the education we have, with all the exposure we have, with all the access to human capital we have, that we're never able to sit down and try to find a holistic response and solution to these days. I don't know how. I mean, to this issue, I don't know how difficult that is. And we've talked about, for instance, that the way to go in this situation is let us do. Community policing, let every state take care of their security. Let every governor be the chief security officer. Indeed, we may not get the results immediately, but we will have taken a step. Then it will be easy for us, for instance, to increase our response rates. Hmm. Because that is the issue here. Because this is what happens on a normal day. So an incident happens in far away Kafanchang. They inform the police. The police command in that place has to radio the the next. You know they take up they take up the communication, then receive order. You understand? Before they can respond, but that time one hour has gone, two hours have gone, and the people, what they want to do, they have done it. They will now start responding. So I don't know for how long. We would prefer to sit in a reactionary, you understand, because right. the, the government is quick to clamp down on reactionary people, people you know, activists, people yeah. that react to um, their wrong moves and all the rest of them. But they themselves have decided that it's better for them to react to this situation yeah. than to take charge. And the thing is this, if you are reacting, then that just means that you are not in charge. That means that someone else is calling the shots. And that is not where you want to be. You don't want to be in a position where someone else is calling the shots for you. Because as far as this situation is playing out now, the bandits, the terrorists, or whoever it is that is, that know, we are just giving them many names. We we will not be able to provide them to ascertain who we are dealing with here. Okay. So the unknown men gone, you know, they are the ones that are calling the shots now. And you see that the governors uh, in that part are reacting to it in the wisdom that is made available to them.
0: All right. Now, coming to Skywalker, uh, what he actually mentioned was that uh, due to this intention of the bandits, um, he vowed that they would not win at the end of the day, but it is looking like they are winning already. Um, You want to ask yourself, what plan does the state government has to um, ensure that this doesn't become uh, a norm?
2: Well, the thing is, for um, the Kaduna State uh, government, I think they have had the... Well, of recent, though, because if you look at the statistics and you look at what had also happened in Zamfara State, you know, the numbers are are pretty high in Zamfara State, for instance. But Kaduna State has had a very terrible experience when it comes to this insecurity. And if if you talk about uh, a state where schools have been targeted more, Kaduna is still leading the way And uh, If you don't want to juxtapose That with the response Of the government Of course they are caught flat footed You cannot also say It is all the fault of the government Because again you look at the state governor For instance What are the tools provided for In the constitution For him to really execute That job of Mm. his chief security officer Mm. What what are the tools provided in his in his you know jurisdiction? What powers have been given to him as a as a state governor? Why are they not fighting for that to, to actually go out there and get the thing done? Hmm. Well, Kaduna State Governor is one of those people that has always been very vocal with the issue of you know state police oh, yeah? and the issue of community police. Mm-hmm. In fact, he chaired the committee of his party where some of these recommendations were made, made.
0: To the president.
2: To the president. And as we speak, only God knows what has become of that. Hmm. And of course, you have also seen from the body language of the president that he's not really interested in, you know, anything called uh, re, anything that starts with re. Hmm. He, hmm. We have not even added the structure to it. Before yeah. you add that one to it, he, he, he tells it is, you there's nothing to, it,
1: yeah. you know.
2: He's not interested. Yeah,
1: not t-
2: And that's why, you know, the calls from the various quarters and from the, I think they are just seeing that even if we decide to want to, you know, push this, it's not going to see the light of day. And that's why you see people like Masari getting all frustrated by the day and making some comments that you would, you know, for a, for a governor of the states that the president comes from. Comes from. The man yesterday was, you know, very vocal with the fact that most of the bandits in the northern part of the country are Fulani's. They are from his own ethnic group. He is a Fulani as well. He said they they are from his own ethnic group and from his religion. He was very, very vocal about it. And then he said it. He said, let no one be deceived. If we all say we don't know them, then we are all lying. We know them. Some of them have come from other parts of, 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 of West Africa. Yes. yes, he acknowledged that. But of course, the full language is what they all speak. Mm-hmm. And for him to have got to that level, you know, to oh. make some of these admissions and it make some of these comments, mm. you know, he also had called for some kind of uh, uh, a procedure or a process that would empower the states. Because at some point, he, when, in fact, he called for a restructure. Of the revenue sharing formula. He's one mm. of those one of those governors. But when you put all these things out there mm-hmm. and you don't get the kind of traction that you feel you know should come from those who really have the power, those mm. those that be. Mm. Then you then want to wonder what other options are they left with. That's mm. why they would all come out and tell the people protect yourself even if it's with a knife. You know, you go out there with a knife against someone who has A K forty seven rifle. Seven. Try. Use your teeth. Uh, use your teeth. You know those are very ridiculous comments. But d- just All to right. bring it to you know, related to to what Erufai has said, which I think is very important that we take note of, is the fact that education is key. Uh, do I don't know, know how else you want know? to say this. I don't know how else anybody else wants to say this, but education is very very important. I doubt if they know the lack of education. I mean, when I say education, I also mean exposure. Mm -hmm. The lack of it is what has filled this insecurity in the northern part of the country. The bulk of what we are seeing today is because there is, you know, education is at the lowest Help If you look at where... Education is Or where you have Like Essigone has also said Where you have Out of school children Uh The bulk of it The headquarters Lies in the northern part Of the country And that's why people Like Sanusi Would come out As the former MA of Kano Uh One of the reasons Why he was booted out Was because of Some of these comments That he he was making Because he kept telling them He said We are failing our people if we continue to encourage this Almagiri system, we are failing our people if we continue to say that Islamic education is the only thing that you need. And he made all those comments. And of course, that got some people all riled up and decided and that no, we cannot allow this one to continue to talk like this. <laughs> the but the truth and the truth is, education is, is has not been given... Its priority in the northern part of the country. All right, and that's why to recruit them into some of these very FIs, easy. That's why you see a greater part of them would travel all the way from the northern part of the country just coming to the south here because they have nothing else to do. And what do they do? They come unskilled. They come uneducated. Mm-hmm. They don't have, apart from riding their bikes, what else? And pushing trucks. You know, can they bring? What else are they are they offering to 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 to, 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 to the education? I mean to the economy economy. What what else are they bringing in So it's important that these issues are looked at And I must also talk about this issue of You know quota system Because a lot of people also say that uh, It is only in the northern part of the country That quota system is being used No We also use quota system in the southern parts of the country. In fact, almost all the parts of the country. Mm -hmm. Every university has its catchment area. Those people who designed it that way, only Mm -hmm. God knows what they (laughs) were thinking. Uh. Then there was another provision that was made for educationally less developed states. Those ones have another, you know, unique Mm. uh, uh, benchmark for giving them admission okay so if probably you come from states that are you know classed as elds y- you most likely will get a very low cut off mark just um, to get into the system yeah Oh. so all those things for me did not help the northern part of the country hmm. even though the intention was that those who come from those those should be able yeah, to uh, yeah yeah catch up along they the line, catch up along the, and the line i the see if they will be teaching them something different from you get... I yet- universities in those other parts of, 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 of the country, if you see, the, now that they have even been given uh, free hands to choose whatever cut-off mark they, they want to choose, only God knows what yeah, becomes yeah. Going to happen. Of, of the tertiary education system in that part of the country. But even Jam that is making those comments, when, when did they really choose cut-off mark for, for universities? Where, you, universities were oh, yeah, the ones determining what cut-off mark that they, they choose you know, for every course, based on the number that you want, and then of course based on your current capacity. Current capacity. So I feel that Right. Arufa is, is making some sense there when it comes to the issue education. of,
0: you know, education. Alright, now let's turn our attention fully to insecurity right now. Sadly, gunmen killed three farmers yesterday morning um, who were just on their way to farm. Uh, this occurred in Basa local government's area of Plateau State at a community where a similar attack took place about five days ago. Now in Zamfara State, where we heard the Nigeria Air Force jets are currently carrying out heavy air bombardment of bandits camps, which, according to the State Commission of Information as part of the new measures taken by the state government to address the lingering insecurity issues in the state. The Islamic cleric, that Sheikh Gumi, faulted the move saying that the bombardment in the state and other parts of the Northwest would not see the desired result. He said that amnesty is the way to go. Skywalker. Uh, well, uh, is it sometimes when Gumi talks you want to wonder you know,
2: what he's really talking about. But again, if you pay attention closely to what he's saying, for me, that's my personal opinion. He seems to have, because I think he's the only one that has really appreciated how sophisticated and how dangerous these people are. And again, if you have seen some of the videos that I have seen, and I think I've shared some of those videos with, you know, uh, some of the panelists uh, here, those guys, if you see what they have, this is not, again, to make them feel this is not praising them or you know because again uh, the NBC would come and say that you are giving them some level of, of popularity mm-hmm. but the truth is that sometimes you need to appreciate the problem that you have in order to you know muster the courage to deal with it to deal with it yeah so that when they are coming with uh, uh, ak-47 rifles you are coming with RPG yeah you are coming with you know atomic bombs. Mm let's not good the atomic bomb you, you, <laughs> <laughs> That's that one. That one is mad <laughs> <That's> too huge <laughs> but at least when you appreciate, higher, <laughs> <big>. <laughs> the when bomb. you appreciate the problem
0: okay.
2: uh, you then know the amount of force that you need to bring in to crush it and I think what Gumi is just trying to say is that whatever bits of bombardments that we're doing would not necessarily stop this thing from happening completely. Because, again, some of the things that I have seen, honestly, we have underestimated them too much. Hmm. I think we need to do a lot more. And if we are not going to do a lot more, that's why Gumi is saying, can we have conversations with some of them? Can we depopulate them? Can we, you know, if you have a thousand of them in the bush... And you're able to convert five hundred thousand. I mean, sorry, five hundred of them. At least that's half of maybe funds and time and lives that you would have put into, mm-hmm. you know, eradicating a thousand. True. So that's what Gumi is saying. But I think sometimes when he makes some of these statements side by side efforts by the military, I think it's not good because it demoralizes it it, it it makes the efforts that the, the military is making it, it, it is making it look as if is nothing something i mean so I, and i feel that in itself should not should not be encouraged if the dss would en- would, would invite him and have some very you know good conversation i think i would support that do. because he cannot be making some of these comments while we are also making efforts at, at least Getting rid of some of them mm-hmm. That we feel we can get rid of We cannot have conversations with all of them But I also Welcome the idea of If we can have conversations with some of them Who are willing To lay down their AK-47 Rifles okay, Put down their RPGs It will surprise you that these people have RPGs hmm. They do I have seen the videos people It's not a matter of a plane. People who can shut down yeah, a, 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 that a fighter jet so they are sophisticated let's not look at them like rag tags they are not so but if we can have conversations with some of them who are willing to bring all these guns and surrender them okay. i think we should look at that option all right plus i am for whatever it would it would take to stop these killings all right the killings that happened yesterday in plateau state was very 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 sad because there was a meeting that was organized by the president you know, or by by an organization, who, uh, by the I forgotten the name of the it's it's, it's this uh, organization that encompasses both the Christians and the Muslims. Mm-hmm. Because the Sultan was there, the Khan President Nigerian was there. Uh,
0: Council.
2: Yes, and then some some couple of uh, governors were also there in, mm-hmm. in just yesterday. You know, to have a conversation, to appeal to the people. While all this was going on, reports had it that some three farmers were were, were slaughtered you know, on their way to the farm in in, in Basa local government. Uh With all these other efforts that have been put in place to see how people can build bridges, yet some are just adamant to continue to cause mayhem in that particular part of the country. So we cannot convert all of them. Those that we need to eliminate, let's eliminate them. So Gumi should not be telling us that the fact that we want to eliminate those ones, we're not we're not doing anything. All right. So I think for me, it's 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 just very very sad. Look at the statistics in Kaduna State, for instance. Five hundred and twenty-five people have been killed in the last six months. Five hundred and twenty-five people, human beings, and a thousand over a thousand, you know, kidnap cases. I think thousand seven hundred and something kidnap uh, cases registered in one state. And Nigeria will just move on as if nothing is happening.
0: And then, meanwhile, people are being killed every, oh, ev- every day. Really sad. Now, coming to Essegon right now, uh, the presidency in that meeting in Plateau State stated that dialogue should be sustained in that area for peace to reign. That's in Plateau State right now, a statement that was made uh, after these attacks were recorded over there. We agree. Dialogue should be sustained.
1: I mean let's learn to jogjo jo and not war war because jogjo jo is always better and has in you know, a more peaceful outcome you know than war war and which is what is happening here you know but i, I think uh, beyond the president just saying it you know because uh, there's been a lot of sayings, the crux of this matter is injustice and that is it injustice when these things happen no one is brought to book and because of that people feel aggrieved emotions are riled up and since no one was brought to book when this happened it is easier to do reprisal and that is that is it And what even deepens it for some of them is that, okay, when reprisal happens, it is the protagonist, you understand, that is now, that is the person that is responding now, that is now the one that is being caught and seemingly dealt with. But the antagonist, the person that started it all, still escapes. See, the thing is, we cannot continue to live like this. I lived uh, a better part of my life in the east. I call myself an Igbo boy, uh, proudly so. You know, and I I was there at a time when we had, you know, series of communal clashes, you know, I was there when we had um people going about in fact that was where I, I saw interesting looking machetes, you know, for the first time in my life. Okay. You know, machetes that were sheeted. You know why? It served as two uh, two purposes, for farm and for fight. So in case you are going to farm and fight erupts, you're already armed. But that had calmed down. You know, We've not, we're not having a lot of that communal clash incident in the East as it used to be when I was there. All right. People have grown to live and understand with one another. Apart from this IPOP crisis now, that is another thing that I'm not even understanding. You know, but in Benway, there was a time when we had Thief uh, versus... Um, ah, what's the other tribe now? It was a constant thing. Was it the Junkun? Idoma. But yes, there was a Thief-Junkun
2: just around uh-huh. Taraba. You That's guess. the boundary between Taraba and West. And it All was right.
1: that persisted. I, I, you understand? Southwest here, we had Ife Madakeke, which some people tried to want to bring up again. And we like, are you people okay? But you see, we've learned to live. Even Nakura here, we've had our own share. Some, sometimes you don't hear it, you understand. But mm-hmm. it, it had happened. It had happened, yeah. it, you know, things like that. Yeah, but we're, we're learning to Jojo rather than World war war. Right. So I understand the presidency's um, stance on the issue of dialogue, dialogue. But it goes beyond that because the matter we're dealing with is more sophisticated than something that just dialogue can, can cause, I mean, can solve. It it needs more strategic intervention, mm. and part of it is just listen to this restructure language. Mm. Then justice catch some people, catch them, and look at what we are talk- what what we started with in the State. Court was involved two uh, um, hotels or two guest houses or whatever it is or clubhouses you know, infringed. Due process was followed; they were caught. So now. You hotels we know. Why? Because two people two people have been used as, as example. Legally. Law. Law. And that is what we want to see. We want to see that the law can protect me. Once I know that the law can protect me, I will not fight for myself. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. I will know that the law will take its part. So it's not it's, it's not enough for him to say dialogue. I, so many of us still record the justice for panel and we know why it was set up. There was a time when River State was at war Serious war at that mm-hmm. point in time mm-hmm. And, if you, you know, several panels were set up, you know, to quell it Yes, we understand But part of the things and submissions that came from the panels was justice And when justice was seen to be done People were placated and they calmed down mm-hmm. So, placate people by letting the law function And punishing deterrent And then it should be on both sides right? Yes That is where I was coming to, you know Add
2: to, you know, my, my, my support to S.E. the uh, submission, I must tell you. And I believe so strongly that, you know, justice is not just until it's applicable to everybody. Mm-hmm. If, if, if you seem to be taking a side, ah. if for any reason, any inclination whatsoever, I'm also that you're already prejudiced by where you come from. And then you, instead of proving that I'm actually not subject to all this, you know, prejudices I'm not I'm not going to be uh uh nobody can put any shade of color on me by staying neutral if you are seen to for any reason drift to a particular side, and okay. then also drift to a side that people have been saying you are if for instance the people have called you a uh, 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 black and then you sh- you put any shade of black on you yeah that is it too. that's just people yeah, will not even wait it, to see even, that no, there's no, a no, difference no. between you know uh, gray and gray black, and black. Mm-hmm. They automatically will tell uh, you that you have taken sides already. So sure. it has to be you have to be seen, especially that we're operating a centralized system. Mm-hmm. You have to be seen as being neutral. You must not have any and you must you cannot show any emotions whatsoever. Even if you have it inside of you. But when you are coming to present yourself to the public, you must be seen as neutral you must stay to i am for nobody i am for everybody you have to remember those comments and stay with that comment mm-hmm. but the very moment people see that you release statement when you know you feel there's a need for you to react to, to a particular eat. issue or you don't you, you don't, don't you don't even say anything at all mm-hmm. when some other issues happen uh-huh. then all those are indicative of Issues people that inside. are on, on already Underlining and increasing The rate of violence that we're having In that particular region So we may call people together and preach peace In fact, I cannot count the number Of peace meetings that have been held In Plateau State <laughs> mm-hmm. to quell this In the last six months I'm Hi. talking of in the last six months We're not even bringing in what, what had been done you know, you know, before before now All right. And yet we're having these killings happening All right. And I think for me it's very very sad But government has to be seen as being genuine. And we must bring culprits to book. Uh, If we don't do that... Then...
0: There's no way that this thing will stop, especially in places like Plateau State. All right, this is where we draw the curtain on the program Trending Issues for today. Ensure you join us again same time tomorrow, right here on Futa Radio 93.1 FM. Ensure you also stick with us via podcast and, of course, get a chance to listen to other shows of Futa Radio Plus at this program Trending Issues right on there. My name is Jude Inubomed. <laughs>